Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 38 of Yes Have Some Podcast. We are 38. Yes. What's that from? Do you know that one? What is it? I've been waiting all week for that. You know, in in Gremlins 2, when she's in the elevator and she's like 38, and all the gremlins are like 38. 38. I love that. I want to watch that. Gremlins is so good. Dude, it's such a good movie. We are. We're going to work on it. No promises. We're but chasing we're, him. We're chasing him. He's down in <laughs> We're chasing down. Well, that's funny. We. Uh, hi, everybody, by the way. Hello. <laughs> oh, uh, we're here. Hey. Craig, Jacob, Abigail. I'm Jacob. Yep. You're Jacob. All three of us. I'm Abby. You're, yes. Or uh, Jacob Welsh and Abigail. Abigail Gardner. Abigail, yep. Um, so we were just in the middle of a conversation. Like, I'm acting like we, we're being interrupted by this recording. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we were just in the middle of a conversation on IRL. It was an IRL conversation about the pros and cons of stalking uh, celebrities and <laughs> how far we're willing to go. When you put it like that, well, okay, I should back stalking. up. We're not stalking anyone, but like uh, how? But like, if we were, if we were, how we would do it, and if anybody's any good tips? No, no, no. Well, we've talked a lot about how we want to go hunt down Bill Murray just to say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was just talking about a guy I was reading about online who was uh, waited outside of a restaurant for several hours to meet uh, Richard Dreyfus recently, uh, mm-hmm. who is kind of, uh, I don't know, he can be a little ornery, a little grumpy. Right. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. He's got... Well, he waited outside of the event and then outside of the restaurant later, correct? He did like a double wait? It was a double wait. It was like an all-night thing for this person. Right. Um, and I've talked about... Thing. I I can't... This website is great. I've talked about it before. Markedout.com. People go and get autographs and photo ops with celebrities, and then they, they live to tell about it. Mm-hmm. They tell their story. So, um, I don't know. It's kind of a fun topic. We, we we meet people at conventions and stuff. Have you guys ever, like, chased down a celebrity or gotten, like, word on somebody being somewhere and, like, went out of your way to uh, find them? Is that something we've, any of us have done? Like, walked over and approached <clears throat> someone? That yeah. Was, yeah. Who? Well, I, yeah. It's happened to me. Who did you approach? I, George Wallace. Oh, yeah. He was the mayor from uh, Batman Forever. And then he's also, like, a comedian. Uh, like longtime comedian, friend of Jerry Seinfeld's for sure. I think he's a friend of mine, friend big, of the show. He's a big old friend of the show. No, he came into um, 
a place where I work, and I just walked up to him um, when he was on his way out and uh, asked for a photo and kind of like, you know, fangirled out. Batman said that I was a big Batman Forever fan, which he was surprised by, I think. Yeah, because he's literally... (laughs) That's not what he's known for, That's not what he's known for. He's a a famous stand-up. His Twitter account's really great, but uh, he's in Batman Forever for like four seconds. Yeah. And you got, you locked it down. I snagged him. Yeah, exactly. But that's not really stalking. No. You didn't, like, like, find out where he lived and, like. Like, I waited for him to finish up. (laughs) Um, Jake, you've had some encounters. But mostly, Um, mostly conventions, though, right? It's mostly conventions. I've never really just, like, ran into a celebrity in the wild. Um, I did have a little bit of a hunt, though. And I think I might have talked about this before. Um, I was in Martha's Vineyard for. Uh, Jaws Fest a while back right. and um, we were at a restaurant it was kind of late and somebody working noticed that I had a Bill Murray tattoo on my arm and they were like hey he was here last night not any pots and I was like what no it wasn't any pots <laughs> they were like Bill Murray was here last night and I was like Bill Murray is on Martha's Vineyard at the same time as I am <laughs> during Jaws Fest what? so they were like so they were like yeah uh, he hangs out at this uh, club. It's, uh, you know, whatever down the road. So, um, we walked down to that club and, uh, the, the bouncer or the guy outside, I don't know if he was a bouncer, but whatever the guy working outside was like, yeah, he was here last night with Tony Shalhoub. They danced all night long. Oh my God. Wow. And, uh, all night long. Yeah. And I, I mean, I never saw him. I never ran into him, but like Martha's Vineyard is a very small place. Um, and Apparently, Bill Murray was there during Jaws Fest. Well, you missed out. Yeah. You really I fucked never, up nope. this time. I really screwed I up. Oh, I, was just, I was just in the streets just yelling his name. Bill! <laughs> Dr. Leo small, Marvin! And I was like, he'll hear me. Yeah. And if he hears you, he'll definitely come over. He'll come and see what's wrong. He'll think, yeah, he'll, he'll want to know. He'll be like, oh, this must be an old friend of mine. Uh, just <laughs> he shouting seems name. He'll, rational. He'll be like, Tony? Is that we you? We lost Tony. We lost him. Um, so, yeah, we, the three of us were at a restaurant over the summer at some point, and we had gotten word that Bill Murray was in town at the Atlanta Braves oh, yeah. game. We were eating pizza. And we we kind of, we through, through social media, through Twitter, we kind of figured out the general vicinity he was uh, eating dinner. Mm-hmm. And we, I think we thought about it briefly of like We going, thought about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of that thing like, you know. Yeah, it's thrilling, but then, like, <laughs> the approach of, like, hey, you know. What do you, hey, I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I feel like if you run into, if, if you just, like, run into a celebrity in the wild, it's one thing. Uh, if you're waiting outside of an event that you, okay, so you said the guy, uh, it was a play that Richard Dreyfus was in. Yeah. If you went to that play or something and you wait outside for the actors, that's, I think that's fine. But being like, oh, he's eating in this restaurant, and you and you can see him or whatever, and you just wait for hours until he comes out of the restaurant, that is that might might be crossing the line. I, I wouldn't, I can't sit here and say that if I knew Bill Murray was eating at a restaurant across the street, I wouldn't wait. Right. But it seems a little, it seems like that might be a little too far. I'd go into the restaurant and get something. Yeah, like maybe go bathroom. in and eat, but not just like sit and wait. I don't know. It what seems a little mm. just like an appetizer, <laughs> you know, like a like, yeah, not a full meal. Because you sweet just sweet tea, and a coffee. I mean, I was trying to Something think light. what 
like what people like who do I look up to that I really do want to meet that I would like go out of my way to 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 wait for We've talked about going to see SNL, and, like, I would wait outside of that for sure. Well, that's a little bit different because you're going to see a show. Yeah, outside of the event, right. But, but to go down to when it's, like, they're... And that's also something that people do every Saturday. Like, right. people will sit out there. That's not, like, a out-of-the-ordinary thing. That's what right. people right. do. Like, if I if someone was like, hey, uh, Tony Danza's eating at the Denny's up the road. Right. But I, if I, I wouldn't that... care at all. Right, but I'm I right. mean... If James someone Gunn's told me... at a comic book store, I'm going to be there. Like, right. He was at Oxford. Right. Like, I would yeah. definitely, if I got word of that, I heard Patton Oswalt was there, too. Like, I would have been there in a heartbeat for that just as much, so. But what about that whole thing about meeting your idols? It's, it could be kind of a, a scary thing, kind right? Kind of a letdown. But I also, you know what? I'm going to argue with myself. I think it 100% depends on the person meeting them, like your personality, you know? I, I agree with you. Uh I am always kind of like you do hear about that disappointment and 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 you do hear people who are like oh well I wouldn't want to meet Bill Murray because what if he's a dick I don't care right like I would I would still want to meet him and and I agree with you I do think that that depend it also uh, weighs heavily on whether or not you approach them in a weird way or you know don't know what to say or something right. like that. Well, let's we're just, all normal people. We pretty, talked to Annie Potts. She was super nice. She was super nice. So this is what and that was one of those impromptu things too. This is the proclamation that I'm going to. I make. just hope I'm with Craig when it happens because yeah. you're better at talking God. than He's... I. This is what I'm going to say to you guys right now. Our goal. People say, "Hey, what's your goal?" Like people, you have pe- people ask that. Five year plan. What's your five year plan? I don't know if this is the five year plan. plan. We're gonna we're gonna do the unthinkable. We're going to get Bill Murray. On mm-hmm. this have some podcast. Oh boy! Okay. I don't know if it's going to be a twenty-minute interview or just me, like with a phone in my pocket, recording photo. him <laughs> very muffled. Yeah, very like mu- over a bathroom stall. Yeah, get the fuck, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah there he was. That's Bill, Bill Murray. Murray on the yes, that's podcast. Him. So that's what I'm going to say. There he is. That is my goal for for the coming year, 2017. Yeah, let's track him down. The hunt that's for Murray. Goal, yeah, the hunt for Murray is on. And what would what this is? We didn't really talk. This is what I'm going to say. If anybody out there, if you ever get, we're going to make this an interactive event, like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Where in the world is uh, Bill Murray? And is he, right. So we're going to. We're going to have music. We're, there's going to be music. There's going to be fanfare. Yeah. And we're going to make it yeah, happen. I made an intro. Uh, I don't know how. I haven't thought this out. You guys are probably both rolling your eyes right now. But, I'm uh, in it. So. Because, you know, a lot of people within the Ghostbusters, people have been trying to get Bill. Right? Yeah. Did, wasn't yeah. the guy who did Ghost Heads, like, wasn't he working on a documentary? The just... guy? You know Ta- that guy? Yeah, that guy, Tommy Avalone. And Brendan. Oh, and Brendan not... Paul Burtons. Yeah. Who just okay, had a baby. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, congrats, Brendan. Congrats on that baby. I'm sure he's listening. But, you know, they didn't get definitely Bill. try to get Bill Murray. So. Cleaning up the town documentary. They, they didn't get They him. don't have Bill. They don't have Bill. So, uh, but we got Paul Feig. We, got, we can get Bill we're Murray. We're holding on to it. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I'll tout it. So we're gonna we're gonna try to get Bill Murray, and uh, it's it. Uh, that's it. That's what that's what New we're gonna Year's do. Resolution. That's our New Year's resolution. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, I like this. I like this idea. I'm. I like this plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, what's happening? Is it gonna it's happen, guys? Is it gonna happen? Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. All right, we're gonna make it happen, and we're just gonna have to. If we could just have our audience uh, send us some questions. 
that you want us to ask, Bill? Yeah. And hey, uh, also, also, if anybody has that phone number, yeah, yes. um, they can probably send us that, that Bill Murray phone number. That'd be good to have. And send us your phones so we can use them as decoy phones when he grabs them. Right. Them. We meet him, so. Right. Yeah. Hi. We got you, Hi. Bill. That wasn't my real it's a phone. Burner, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think calling the 1-800 number is our last step, right? Yes. That's 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 our last resort. We're yeah, going to try all sorts of other plan stuff Plan D. Um, we want an in-person, like, multiple signatures and, like, long conversation, <laughs> a couple selfies. I've always thought if Bill Murray knew about the Dragon Con parade, if we could just inform him, like, hey. If he only knew. If you only knew that there was about going to be 200 Ghostbusters marching through the streets of Atlanta on Labor Day, maybe he'd show up and just participate. He'd probably just show up. Yeah, I think so. How funny would that be? we got to get him there. Um, <laughs> it would, that would be... Uh... That would turn into a riot very quickly. What if he got? What if he wore an authentic Martin Heist costume? Oh man! (laughs) Uh, Casper, Smart in Christ. Guys, we haven't talked about Ghostbusters. I'm glad we're talking about this. We we haven't really talked about Ghostbusters much the last uh, couple weeks, and Mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad I I missed it. (laughs) I forgot. I forgot it was a thing. I forgot about Ghostbusters, but now (laughs) now I'm aware. Um, because we didn't even talk about those uh, those Playmobil toys that are coming out. Oh yeah, Ooh, Dunkin' Donuts yeah. has some uh, Ghostbusters donuts that are coming out like in the UK for the UK release only. of the uh, the Blu-ray over yep, there. We didn't get which those. I'm super bummed out. They look really good. There's like we a Slimer good. donut. Um, well, no ghost. Jake and I went to. So I don't know anything about Playmobil. I never had Playmobil toys growing up. I didn't know anything about them. I didn't like them. But uh, they just released the images of of the Ghostbuster stuff, and then me and Jake. Uh, this is what we do on the weekends when we hang out. We go to Toys R Us. And just <laughs> we we fawn and we yearn. You fondle. We fawn. <laughs> I yearn. Do you yearn? We don't fondle. There's like the toy boxes. The toy boxes. Oh yeah, you don't fawn. No, There's that's... no fondling. Whew. Uh, but we went to the play. Careful. Was a Playmobil section, and they've got a lot of great stuff. Yeah. I'm excited about those. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be good. There's there, there's already like. Just the fact that they're coming out with Ghostbuster stuff, me and you were walking down the aisle and we we're like, wait, we should just go ahead and start buying it. Yeah, we better get it now. Yeah. Like, get, because <laughs> uh, I get, apparently Ghostbusters is the first, like, license they've ever done. Uh-huh. So all their other stuff is, like, generic, like. S- Building built- a city, right? That's why I never liked it. Going into the store, it was just like, if you liked trains and, like, cities and transportation and, like, it just, it, it wasn't my thing. Yeah, um, I, I I never got those kids that were like I'm just my into, brother was in I'm just into transportation. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I I liked the idea of having a train set and buying all the uh, accessories, but that's I didn't not... like anything about trains. Yeah. I liked race cars, like if I had a race car track. But no. um, Gremlins too, the hey. train scene, right? Hey. That was very scary for Gizmo. Very scary. Um, what started this whole thing? Oh yeah, we talked about Zach Gall. We found out Zach uh, Galligan. Yeah. Um, yeah. From Gremlins lives in the Atlanta area, so we're gonna try to get him on the podcast. We're gonna hang yeah. out outside of his restaurant that he works at. That's not that true. We terrible. shouldn't say that. If that we was want bad. him on the show, he's we, gonna have his he, feelings hurt. He's gonna get his feelings hurt. Yeah. But, um, you know, but that's tip okay. out's good, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And oh. we're falling apart. So, you ready to go tiny couple things? Let's do tiny couple things. We should have a tiny couple things intro. Oh, yeah. Let's work on it. Tiny couple things, y'all. Tiny couple things. Just that. Tiny. Tiny things. couple. <laughs> tiny 
Abigail, what's on your mind? You gotta, you want to run down our our notes? Whoa, we got notes. Do I have notes? We should have notes. Somebody, we're organized. Uh, we were on the Adam and JP show. Yes. Top. Let's first note. Um, Adam and JP podcast. Look them up on iTunes. Uh, they are uh, two guys. They do a pop culture podcast out of Tennessee, and uh, they asked us to be on. They uh, they like us. We like them, and uh, we had fun. We talked to them. Yeah. We covered all sorts of stuff. We're all we over the place. We're all over the place, yeah. Uh, that, ooh, pinch poke, you owe me a Coke. Hey. I will not buy you anything. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, that was fun. Uh, really nice guys. So, yeah, make sure you check out their podcast. And, yeah, we talked to them for, I don't know, it had to be like an hour, right? Yeah, I think we like Yeah, it was over a little, little over an hour, yeah. It was fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, those are good guys. What, yeah, uh, what else? All the, the high notes. Um, what else? Tiny couple things. Uh, the Beauty and the Beast trailer came out on Monday. Oh. Hey, girl talk, guys. All right, uh, let's do yeah. It. Um, it was really good. I'm super excited about that movie. It comes out um, like March 17th of next year. And uh, I cried watching the trailer, and I was really surprised because Beauty and the Beast, like, you know, The Little Mermaid is my favorite Disney movie. Beauty and the Beast was always number two growing up. Um, but this trailer just seems to have a lot of elements in it. It reminds me of, uh, I really liked Ever After growing up, like Drew Barrymore in the mm. Cinderella story. Um, I like that like live action, like fantasy, the costumes and the spectacle of it all. It just was hitting home and like hitting a lot of notes that I was excited about. And then um, everything that I've read about that movie is just, uh, there's a lot of things saying that Emma Watson's character uh, as Belle is going to be more like pro-femme and exploring uh, her world as like an inventor and stuff. And I just, I think that's really exciting. And uh, I'm just pumped about this movie. Was the rigid, was she not like a strong character? In yeah, the like she was a misfit, but they didn't really explore it entirely in um, the Disney movie. Uh, so, um, yeah. but yeah, the, it wasn't like my number one animated movie, um, but it was definitely part of like the, the Disney renaissance. And like, uh, I'm excited to see it in live action. I love Emma Watson. It felt like Harry Potter and like, I'm into that and I'm excited for uh, Fantastic Beasts. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm excited for Beauty and the Beast. Well, no, I'm not. But I want to be like I want to. Never seen it. I don't care about. I, I was not a Disney movie person growing up. Like right. I was watching Terminator. Like I did. I wanted to be watching Terminator, but I, being homeschooled and being raised by like you know religious parents, Beauty and the Beast was something I was allowed to see. So for that reason, I'm kind of like I do have a little bit of a nostalgic attachment yeah. to it. It so. was funny. I, I was and I, the trailer just looked really good. So. so the original, the Beauty and the Beast is original. It's like a French story, right? And somebody at work was complaining that uh, Emma Watson had a British accent and not French. And I was mm-hmm. like, but wasn't – didn't she sound American in the original? Right. Like, why are you yeah. complaining? Right. Like, why are you complaining about that? Complain, right. Uh, but I thought the trailer was good. I mean, yeah, I had it, nothing to complain about. It def- I Since I don't have the nostalgic ties, it didn't hit those notes for me. But I could see I, – I could see them like the slowed down piano version – of the song and like hitting those notes that like if you're a Beauty and the Beast fan you're probably gonna be pretty excited about that movie. Yeah, that was pretty good. Jake, what do you think? Yeah, I I pretty much agree with you 100, percent Greg. Um, and I like I have no doubts that it's probably gonna be pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I just, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh okay, yeah, it's Beauty and the Beast. Like, yeah. uh, right. I I did watch uh Disney movies and I mean like who doesn't like Disney movies? But Beauty and the Beast was never. I was never like super into that one, so um, I don't. I don't mean I don't have any complaints about the trailer or anything, but it, it kinda, doesn't doesn't get me going. Yeah, well, it kind of got me thinking when I watched the trailer about like Disney has a habit 
of making really good movies and knocking the trailers and the promotion and the marketing out of the park. And it's just one of those things where, coming from the world of Ghostbusters, I get frustrated. Yeah. Because they did it. They did it right. Like, I don't even have nostalgic ties, in the, and it felt good that's, to me. Yeah, that's how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I was I almost miffed by the fact that I was getting, like, having such an emotional reaction to it. Because I was like, wait a minute. I don't even know if I remember all the plot points of Beauty and the Beast or any of the characters' (laughs) names. Like, I know I liked the music and I thought Belle was pretty cool. And I love the fact that all the little things in the house, like, had personalities and faces. And because I'm super into that, like, little tiny things with, like, you know, little songs and stuff. That was, it was great. Um, But when I was watching the trailer, I was like, why am I crying, though? Because I love Emma Watson. I love Hermione Granger. And I love that she's, like, in a library and she's, like, I don't know. She looks like she's defending herself at one point against wolves, and she looks tough and cool. And well, here's the thing: I don't know. It just appeals to that they, girly side, and that I don't know. They do fantasy element. What it so in order to make it work and make fans of the original like it, like you have to hit all the familiar notes and then mm-hmm. enhance everything slightly, right? So it's like, oh wow, this feels like home, and this feels like what I know. And it's making me harken back to a time in my life where I was in love with this movie. But it's got this modern spin and this kick to it where right. I'm like And that's what and that's why when people Bell's make self reliant or whatever. When people make the argument about Ghostbusters, like the all female thing being too gimmicky. Imagine if this Beauty and the Beast trailer was the exact same, but it was like Bell's wearing pants now. Well what No, I was not going to say that. I was going to say, like, uh, if they did something where they went when when they stray far away from the original, the 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 context, and you actually are. I don't know what I'm saying. I get so bummed about Ghostbusters sometimes. (laughs) It's like this is myself uh, medicating. Because uh, I don't mm-hmm. do drugs. You got bummed when we were watching uh, Son-in-Law because they had a, <laughs> a scene where there was like a failed crowd surfing jump. And you're like, oh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, Polly Shore. <laughs> All right. Let me backtrack. Let me finish my trailer talk. Beauty and the Beast looks good. Yeah. Perfect. On to other things. Yes. Son-in-Law is on Netflix now. I love that movie. Breaking news. Breaking I news. I want to tell you. I want to tell you, Ben, jump. at work uh-huh. yesterday. Yeah. Ben tried to put Son-in-Law on. Yeah. And everyone else was like, I don't think we're about to watch Son-in-Law. And we overturned his one vote for Son-in-Law, and we watched Heavyweights. Oh, that's All right. actually... So, Heavyweights... Paul Heady, 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 Right up there. Heavyweights is the better movie, but Son-in-Law is so good. And yeah, there is a failed uh, uh, crowd surfing uh, yeah. scene. That... Heavyweights is a better movie. But Heavyweights is amazing. Wait, yeah. Jake, you've seen Heavyweights before, right? Yeah, I'd seen it before. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, Paul Feig, skinny yep. counselor, really turned his yep. back on those yeah. kids. He's in. Um, yeah. Encino Man's also on Netflix right now. Oh, boy. I've not seen that. You haven't seen Encino oh. Man? I, don't, I like Pauly Shore. All right. How could you not I'm like, like him? I'm like warming up to He's it. a modern day... Uh, well, he's not a modern like, day anything. He's not modern. <laughs> I like his clothes, though. I like that he wears sweatpants under, like, overall cutoffs. Yeah, it's perfect. I want yeah, to it get makes into sense. it. Uh, oh, yes. This is a... We were talking about Disney. We were talking about Netflix. There's a rumor that Disney wants to buy Netflix. Wow. Oh, yeah. Get ready for everything directed by J.J. Abrams. Just everything. That would be cool. <laughs> or, Orders of the New Black, season five, directed by J.J. Hey, I'd start watching it again. It's a okay. reboot. It's a reboot. Um, it's all dudes. I think, oh. I think Disney has like a contract with Netflix already, and like all their content or a lot of their content's already on there. So yeah, I had read that uh, they made that um, 
they sign that contract and that a lot of Disney stuff is going to end up on there pretty soon. There's already a lot of stuff on there, but like, uh, I wouldn't doubt it if, you know, all the movies start showing up. I mean, that'd be cool. Take them out of the vault. Oh, did you yeah. guys see the, um, this is off the top of my head, the new, there's a new Force Awakens Blu-ray out too. The 3D? Yeah. The, yeah. I did see that. Well, yeah. As if they didn't make enough money already. Well, this one has the J.J. Uh, Abrams commentary, which wasn't on the first one. Oh. So. Are we real fans? Because we should have picked it up. Fuck. It's just the 3D version too, right? Okay. Yeah. I don't have a 3D TV. Yeah, me either. If anybody wants to send me a 3D TV, I would be very... Uh, we'll take ex- it. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Um, no problems with that. So cool. Um, but yeah, you had mentioned Beauty and the Beast, most viewed trailer in the yeah, 24-hour period. Yeah, dethroned the Fifty Shades of Grey, or Fifty Shades Darker trailer. So. Who is watching the... Se- like who- Teenage girls. Is that what they like? Yes. And God, I think it was a lot of like young dudes, too, who were checking out that trailer. Who were- Which one? The Fifty Shades trailer. Why? Just to see what was going on. What? How are? The, how is that a thing? I don't know. Those books are terrible. I watched ten I'm minutes. We're gonna get uncomfortable if we start talking about it. Let's <laughs> break down Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> it's not good. I wa- the movie was on HBO and I was watching it and I was literally laughing. I was laughing out loud. Yeah, I haven't seen the movies. I uh, haven't finished the book. There were. There was just too much I didn't like about it. So. Too much? Yeah. What didn't you like? The, at one point, she compared like an orgasm to like a washing machine cycle, and I just felt like it was setting women back, and I didn't enjoy it. Well, it's setting washing machines <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. It's setting I hate laundry. It's setting home appliances back Wait, 50 years. Wait, hey guys. Shopping yes. and shoes and laundry. Are, are we going to have like a screening of Fifty Shades of Grey and then just do a whole episode about it? I'd okay. be okay with it. My birthday's coming up. <laughs> that might be the first time. <laughs> it's what I want. I don't think we've ever said the word orgasm on this show. It's the first orgasm on the Yes, Have Some Podcast. Episode 38, 38 episodes. It took us all the way to 38 to well, figure out how to do it. <laughs> but we did it. We did it. Well, you know, it's hard. You gotta At 25 minutes in. You got to really work it. Wow. Um, okay. It's hard to find. Well, that's something well, that just it's happened. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. Happy birthday! Uh, <laughs> it's almost my birthday. So what else? What else you got? You're you're running down our tiny. I, couple d- things. I am I? Yeah. I, but that was that was my tiny couple. Oh, Gilmore Girls comes out next uh, Friday, Black Friday, which is just you know, y'all know I'm into it. It's girl talk. That's, yeah. That's uh, the new Bad time. Santa comes out next week too. It's getting bad reviews. Yeah, it doesn't okay. look very good. Yeah. I'm not very excited about that. Um, I mean, that's that's it. That's my tiny couple things. That's it. John uh, Yerkaba's always like killing it on Instagram. Yeah, so, we've been know. thanking him a lot. We oh, he's he's our sponsor. Did we decide? He's something. He's we. Yeah. Right. He's really talented. Thank you. He uh, and his uh, thank you to John Yerkaba for his drawings of the Yes Have Some podcast. You can see him. Uh, the the newest one is our cover photo on our Facebook page yeah. at facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast and his brother. Also, also started an art page, right. and uh, I'll look that up. And the link is on John Yerkaba's page, yeah, it's so on the check page. him out, then check the other, you know. Those your car, this talented family. Che- yeah. Very talented boys. All right. <laughs> They're very good at what they do. They are. All Super right. Super nice. Cool. You guys ready to uh, get stressed? I'm already stressed. We can do it. You look a little stressed. This is some radical new therapy. Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> All right, I'm going to go last because it kind of goes into uh, one of the things I think we wanted to talk about. Uh, 
Jake, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll start us off here. Um, Whoa. Hey. So, yeah. Yes. You, are you ready? No, yeah. it sounds like you've got like Fast and the Furious going on. Yeah. It is. There was just Someone's an illegal uh, street race right outside. And I don't, know, I don't know who won, but <laughs> it's dangerous. I told him it's dangerous. It's wasn't high, high risk. It wasn't Paul Walker. A lot of money involved. <laughs> God, y'all. Well, it could have been a CGI Paul Walker. I'm not sure. We were talking about that because, like, Paul Walker was actually in the like they put him in the seventh one. I'm like, what if they just keep putting in these movies? Like, why not? (laughs) Who's gonna who's who's to stop them? Not him. He's not gonna. I mean. Don't don't give up. Fast and Furious Eight. Or no, like okay, so Fast and Furious Part Ten, the CGI Paul Walker starts to become self-aware. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and like, just Whoa. in the mo- that's what the movie's about. It doesn't look like anything to me. Um, <laughs> what? Spoilers. spoilers! We should go ahead and say that there's going to be some Westworld spoilers in this episode. So we're going uh, west. A little bit of Westworld, but uh, we'll we'll uh, writing wa- our own narrative. Wild Wild Westworld. We're gonna come back to that. Uh, that's probably gonna be the episode title, I think. Ooh. Jake, what's uh, what's stressing you, man? Wild Wild Westworld. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's just this whole Paul Walker thing, really. Uh, oh man, I'm so stressed. <laughs> they're gonna keep making those movies till Paul's like his character's actually in a Walker. Yeah. He's CGI oh. Walker. <laughs> Wait a minute. You guys ready? CGI Paul. Oh. Paul what? Walker Stalker. Okay. <laughs> CGI Paul Walker Walker. That's like a, a Paul dumb Walker joke. Walker. Paul Walker, Texas Ranger. Okay. Um, we just want to apologize to uh, yeah. the family of Paul Walker and, uh, and, and Chuck uh, Norris. Fans of the past anybody who's and anybody because who those yeah. movies are terrible. <laughs> whoa, whoa, back yeah. off! I like Sorry, those. Paul Walker. I like the first one. All right, I've yes. never seen them. Any of them? Okay, so looks Craig's like I've seen all of them alone in the movie theater. <laughs> it's okay. I refer to it as him going Tokyo drifting. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> it's good. I love Thank that. About All right, Jacob, what's up, man? What's stressing? Yeah. Out? So here's what's stressing me out. It's King Kong. Okay. Oh yeah. He's, he's being very stressful. Um. So <laughs> yeah. we got we got a trailer. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe a month ago at this point. Maybe even longer. Uh, wasn't uh, it at Comic Con? It was like in it July. Was a, yeah, it was Comic Con. Yeah, you're right. right. And and it was a it was a very strong trailer. It was very good. I watched it way too many times and then it went quiet you know as movies do and over the last week or so we've been getting a lot of like viral marketing uh there has been like little short you know five second teasers right um they have given us our first official look at king kong they've given us a photograph he looks amazing okay he looks like they, uh, he looks like the original King Kong. Right. They, um, they'd said that they didn't want him, you know, they, they, they wanted to stand apart from, uh, the Peter Jackson film. And in, and in Peter Jackson's film, he's basically just an oversized gorilla. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, we didn't want that. We want him to look more like he did in the original, where he's definitely some sort of ape, but he's more of like a monster. He stands upright. He yeah. just, he's there's there's a difference there. They wanted him to be a little more scary, and he, I think he looks cool. He looks super cool. And um, the thing that's stressing me out the most though is that there's a new trailer coming out tonight. Oh, uh, tonight? It like yeah, it, it's gonna be midnight. It's like nine o'clock 
Pacific stand, which I think it's midnight here. Yeah. Okay. And I hate when they do that. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> I hate when they're like. So for the last couple of days, they've been like in four days the new trailer. Right, and there's and been little like teaser snippets. Right. Yeah, right. and I hate it. I would rather just like wake up and look at the internet and be like, oh, the new King Kong trailer came out. And it's it's just like right. I hate anticipating it and like waiting for it. And then all I, earlier, I was like, okay, or yesterday, I was like, oh, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the King Kong trailer. I'll get up in the morning. King Kong will be here. So, <laughs> To right. take care of me and to hey, get me through the day. And you'll hear him on the I, roof at night. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, I was like, okay. oh, it'd be great. We'll be able to talk about it on the show. It'd be fun. And and then I look, and it, I, I keep not seeing a King Kong trailer, so I finally went to see if there was a time, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be midnight. And I'm like, what the oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. Well, I think the reason they're putting it out, I, I'm assuming it's going to be attached to – Maybe Fantastic Beast, which comes out tomorrow as of recording this. Right. right. Um, and I think we're all going to go see that this weekend. So it'll be good to see yeah. it in the theaters. But, dude, I'm with you. This is So when we talk about being stressed, this is the anticipation. This is the definition of, yes, have some stress. Because it's not a bad thing, but it is stressful knowing that this— It starts out good, but then it gets stressful. Because you, you think yeah. of all the ramifications. No, for sure. and... Now, did you go through some of this with the last Godzilla movie? Didn't they do something kind of similar? They did something very similar. Well, Godzilla was a little different because they um, they kind of went back and forth. They they weren't really telling with when the trailers were coming out. There was that uh, – uh, Godzilla was a little worse, actually, because they, they showed a trailer at Comic-Con and – didn't put it online. Uh, like I, I, mm. I don't know. I don't know why some like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, some studios and some movies do that. They'll have a trailer cut. They'll show it at, at Comic Con, and then you don't get to see it for months later. And Godzilla did that, and I remember being like super excited, and I was like, "Oh, they're showing a Godzilla trailer today." And then reading like descriptions of it and. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of Godzilla stuff going on at Comic-Con that year. They had that, like, Godzilla experience, which seemed super cool. And uh, and then they just didn't put the trailer online. And it was it was a very long time before it ended up online. Uh, but, yeah, dude, the King Kong trailer is just killing me. And they've also, like, some of the little teasers. You know, you know it takes place on Skull Island, so you know there's, there's probably going to be some other creatures in the movie. Right. Um, mm-hmm. In Peter Jackson's film and in the original King Kong, the other creatures are basically just like some dinosaurs, right. you know, just yeah. like they, they might be like weird versions of dinosaurs, but they're just dinosaurs. So there was one of the little teasers for the trailer shows this and it's very quick. It's like two seconds, but it shows this monster that does not look like a dinosaur at all. It just right. looks like there may be just some completely new made up creatures in this movie. And, uh, it's dude, it's super exciting, man. I've always been a huge fan of King Kong. I'm a huge, you know, Godzilla giant monster movies. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite movie to watch. And, uh, we're getting a new trailer and and it's super exciting because so far, um, you know, King Kong has been remade, uh, I don't know, two times. And it's always the same. It's always been that same story, right? Mm-hmm. And this is just going to be a completely different thing, and that's exciting. It, it almost like 
it breaks away, you know, you kind of being scared about like, well, well, it's going to be a remake. You, you don't compare it as much. It's just like a, it's a new thing. Right. Right. Let me ask you this. So Jake, you went to Universal Studios last month, right? Or in October. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. And so you went on the new uh, King Kong ride, which yes, is at I Islands did. of Adventure. Now, Confrontation, which was the original King Kong ride, was uh-huh. one of my favorites. Yeah, um, it was terrifying. Yeah, and I remember being super bummed. And Abby, you never got a chance no. to go on that. No, I got to. They were building the new ride when we were there right. this past, um, like I guess winter last year. Yeah. yeah, I was like jumping the fence and taking pictures of the construction. Mm-hmm. It looked awesome. I, I can't wait to ride it if we go back and yeah. Go to the well, we're gonna go so. back, Jake. But you've been on it, so does that King Kong look like the one from the movie? It looks like the Peter Jackson King Kong. Um, Man, that's so weird. It is. It is a little weird because I wasn't sure, you know, what it, what they were doing with it. Um, all the stuff in like the promotional uh, images, they they showed you know pictures of like the gates and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, those look a lot like you know that looks a lot like the wall from Peter Jackson. Right. Um, yeah, it's all based off the Peter Jackson film. You you go through like those those gates and it's, it's exactly out of the movie. Uh, the, the old woman in the movie who's like, you know, speaking gibberish and, yeah. And she is an animatronic, like during the, the wait, when you're waiting in line, you walk into a room and she's in there and she's Uh. like pointing at you and talking and, uh, and it, and it goes through. Um, so, so the ride is like, uh, you're on a train, uh, it's on like a track they drive you through and both sides of the, of the, the train are just like these 3d. It's like, you're watching a 3d film. Right. And, um, and it just goes through like, it's just like a, another group of people who are on the Island and you know, the, the giant bats get them at first. And then there's, they, they get dropped off where all those bugs are. And there's a whole scene with those like weird bugs trying to eat everybody. And then the, the dinosaurs try to eat you and, and King Kong comes and yeah. saves you, but it's all, it's all designs from the movie. From you know the Peter been, Jackson. You know, it'd be a cool ride, a King Kong ride that goes through all of the incarnations. Like you start like in a black and white. Harry yeah. Hazen. Yeah. Yeah. Like a 1933 cool. King yeah. Kong. And then it goes to 76. Is that what the year was? Uh, little, I believe so. Yeah. Well, Jeff Bridges, King Kong. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've King only Kong. seen like bits of the original. Just, yeah. just so I can be clear. <laughs> and clear my conscience because I'm getting like stressed That's over fine. here. I'm like Jake. I've never seen these. Your stress is like what? I've never. Yeah, I haven't was... seen the Peter Jackson or the '76. <laughs> it was '76, and then they made a sequel in '86. But the sequel was kind of its own thing. Yeah, it's like its own. It was thing. weird. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, that's Sounds cool, man. Good. Yeah, I'm excited about this trailer too. I love that it's going to be in you like you know there's going to be a post credit scene teasing Godzilla like dude that- oh my dude yeah. that just what you just said just Thunder. like made me shiver cuz yeah that's going to quiver dude, like there was a little ghost was came it? and whispered in your ear <laughs> uh so there was a there was a king kong poster that went out and uh what Craig, what was that? Was that poster a Comic Con, yeah. New York Comic Con, or something? It was something that they sent out to to. Yeah, it was New York Comic Con, like a prom- promotional or something. But it, it was, was a like poster. a blacklight poster, and it had yeah. like cool... yeah. Well, the poster was like of the island, right? Uh, 
And if you put the black light on it, it had all kinds of like secrets on it. There were, you know, like handwritten notes. There were X's on the island at certain areas. But then there was also the Monarch logo, which Monarch is the company in Godzilla that is like looking for Godzilla. Okay. So that stuff's really cool. Uh, I tried to find one of those posters on eBay and I couldn't find one. Um, uh, If, uh, you know, somebody legendary pictures can just send me one that'd be cool i know you're listening um yeah i'm excited man they're gonna they're gonna team up with to do some godzilla stuff i still am a little iffy like just about having them fight each other because you know they're gonna make you root for king kong they make you root for godzilla who's gonna be the bad guy are they gonna just team up and whatever i don't know we'll get to that later we'll get to but that in 2020 right i'm excited well cool man yeah it's gonna be good love when new trailers come out Loving uh, big. I'm trying to think what like anticipation I have for like new trailers coming out in the next six months for new movies. Obviously, Guardians will probably be out with Rogue One. Yeah. Um, we, I thought it'd be out with Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. yeah, I haven't even addressed the fact that it's not out yet. So yeah, the Guardians trailer is going to probably be. It has to be out on Rogue One. That makes the most sense. Right. Um, and then we should be getting the new Alien uh, trailer coming up oh, soon. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. There's Danny already been McBride. like some rumors about that. I know uh, there was a rumor going around that that was going to drop like on Halloween and it didn't. Right. So uh, when does that. when does Guardians come out? Seventh uh, is it or is it May fifth? May fifth early May. Okay, so it's King Kong May. comes out. King Kong comes out in March. Right. Um, so does you you were just saying uh Beauty and the Beast comes out in March? Yep. Yeah. And then also uh the new X-Men movie Logan comes out in March. Yep. March Dude, is going right? to be a big month. March is oh, the new it's gonna uh be big. It's gonna be huge. <laughs> so oh my god. Yeah. Keep grabbing some things. I'm trying to think when does Alien Guardians come of the Galaxy Volume 2 is going to be May 5th. Dude. May May 5th, okay. Man, it? that's still that's not going to be a stressful far. month. Well, Alien comes out next to August, so we should be getting a trailer for that beginning of year sometime. Yeah. Um. Cool. And then uh, on that, March third, right. we'll be getting the trail, uh, the teaser for uh, Ghostbusters. But there won't be. It'll just be. Uh... Uh, it'll just be the oh, little shut up, inconsequential bit that they take from. Just like Pretty yeah, cool. cop car. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Uh... Uh... Cool. Well, thank you, Jake. That was very stressful. People wanted. Yeah, it was. It was I good. got stressed. I'm Thanks for listening. Uh, Abigail. For stressing. Abigail. Yeah, Abigail Gardner. That's you. In the house. Do you have some stress? Yeah, I got some. Yeah, I always have stress. Um, I'm stressed. Yeah. My birthday is coming up. It's next weekend. Like, I want to do so many things. It's this weekend. Oh, it's this weekend. It's like in three days. Oh my God, it's in three days. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so stressed. <laughs> I'm stressed because I had to, to go pants shopping earlier today, and I hate pants shopping, and it took me forever. Um, And I wanted to get a new t-shirt to wear to meet Dave Batista. I'm, like, really stressed about meeting him at Heroes and Villains, and I have no idea what I'm going to wear, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep my composure, and mm. I don't know if you I'm going to have to take a photo in front of the stupid blue, like, high school background that they, like, make you pay for, or if he's going to do, like, a table photo. Um... Because apparently, like, the uh, option to pay for that, like, special photo op is, like, no longer on the website. So, you know, because mm. we waited. Because uh, it's good. It's what we do. Um, so I'm hoping that I'll be able to take a picture with him at the table and that it's going to go well. Um, and then I'm going to find something cool to wear. And I'm very stressed. It feels kind of like prom. Um, and it's going to be good. Uh, but, yeah, so my birthday is um, Sunday and... 
I'm excited. I want to do so many things. Like, I almost want to fit too much into that span of time. I want to b- watch, like, a bunch of movies. I want to watch Gremlins, Harry Potter. Um, I don't think I'm going to have enough time to. <laughs> I want to go to the <laughs> Oakland Cemetery at sunrise and, like, take a long walk and, like, oh, that contemplate cool. my life. And, yeah. yeah. I want to go to Arabia Mountain where they filmed Pet Cemetery 2, which I've been to, like, many times to go on long runs. Like, Wait, hold on. That's in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. dude. Bro, hey, it's, like, tw- it's we're not far. Going. Jake, will you go with me? Because, like, Craig gets stressed that he's going to get mugged Fuck or that there's Yes, I want to go. Yeah, I've been. It's amazing. It looks like a lunar landscape out there. Dude, like, let's do it. All right, I'm down. Um, it's like 20 minutes uh, and it, away from here. It's, like, inside the perimeter, so. And also, there's a pretty good Toys R Us over there. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we'll get some coffee, we'll get some toys. We'll go to Toys R Us, get some coffee. <laughs> get some we'll, coffee. Uh, oh, yeah, and also Dave Batista is only at this convention on Saturday, not Sunday. So um, I'm going to have to go and do, like, a little mini hangout little Saturday. Tease. Yeah, a little tease, because uh, you're not going to be here Saturday. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be just, like, a little visit, Craig and I. And I don't want to, like, I don't know, I don't want to, like, burst my, or break my... Break, burst the seal, or like I don't know. I don't want say to, what you wanted to say. I don't know. I don't want to break my cherry. I, is that, I feel weird. Blow saying, that load. I don't want to blow my load all over. The, I, I, I oh all over God. Dave Batista. I'm getting really stressed about meeting Dave Batista. Who would have thought it. if you would have told me like six years He's, ago? You're I like, know. hey, I, one day I'm going to be very excited to meet Dave Batista. I'd be like, why? He sucks. <laughs> like you know what's funny about him? Like when he came back to WWE. Like, for WrestleMania 30, he had a match against Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan. And, like, people hated him. Like, people, like, were not into Batista anymore. They thought he was, like, lame. And, like, everybody was into Daniel Bryan. He has not been back into WWE since Guardians of the Galaxy was a thing. I feel like if he came back now... That pop is going to be huge. I, people would be into him. Yeah. Like, right? Like, oh, I 100%, so. yeah. Yeah, I agree. He'd, bring, he'd wear, like, a little Baby Groot t-shirt. <laughs> Totally you, you're whatever. planning it for him? Yeah. Maybe that's what I need. Like, I only have one Guardians of the Galaxy shirt. It's like a Bob's Burgers Guardians of the Galaxy mashup shirt from T-Fury. And I'm like, that's not good enough to wear for my photo op with Dave Batista. Because Have you seen the people at conventions? Are you really worried about No. And then when you see, the like, what the photos end up looking like anyway... Um, and we always end up kind of backing out, so I do want to follow through with it. I do. I know we're gonna. I'm gonna meet him. I have gonna to meet him. him. Oh, there's also a panel to. on Saturday too. There's like a Guardians of the Galaxy panel that I want to attend. So, because yeah. um, yeah, Sean Gunn and Michael Rooker is gonna do it, and then uh, obviously Dave Batista. So that'll be really cool to see, and I'm excited about it. Um, and my birthday's always fun, and I'm super pumped. But uh, I just like have so many things I want to do. I want to go to the Muppet Museum uh, or the uh, Atlanta Center for Puppetry Arts. They have like a Jim Henson exhibit. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that. They have like a lot of labyrinth stuff up, so that'd be really cool. Um, it's just gonna be a. It's gonna be a time. day. Yeah, there's not enough time in the weekend, so we'll, not enough time. We'll see what we end up doing. But yeah, I'm stressed Watch, out. Cut to Sunday. Like uh, the convention got canceled. We're just sitting here at Arabia Mountain, like looking yeah. for Pet Cemetery. That's 2 perfectly fine with me. Scenes. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Pet Cemetery Two? No, I have to see it. Isn't Edward Furlong in that? Is he? He might be. I'm still holding um, a grudge against Edward Furlong for not showing up to Dragon Con <laughs> for the panel that we waited for. I dressed up like Sarah Connor, like not a very good Sarah Connor, but like I like a, was really excited. Like a half Sarah Connor. Yeah, like I kind of half-assed it. But anyway, he never showed up, so. That bastard. Well, he needs the money. Well, yeah. Did um, he just not show up to Dragon Con at all, or did he just miss his panel? I think he missed his panel. His yeah. flight was delayed. Oh, um, okay. Which That's is weird because like... You know, he could easily just travel back in time yeah. and make the Hop panel. Hop on his motorcycle. Uh, I know we talked about it last time, but 
Terminator Genesis is so bad. <sighs> it's it awful. so, so bad. I don't even want to talk about it. I want it's to make sure good. everyone knows it's a bad movie. Just don't watch it. Uh, well, cool. That's Ab. one we're not going to watch over the weekend. Anything else? I mean, yeah, let's see. Was there... Oh, yeah, I'm, like, starting Christmas early. I already decorated. I put a little Santa hat on Terry. Terry the Terror Dog, which is what I named him. <laughs> um, I went and spent, like, $20 at Big Lots, and I got some decorations, and I'm very proud of it. Um, and I put lights up, and it's, like, only, what, November 16th right now as we're recording this? That's okay, though. And I watched Home Alone today and, like, all the special features. So, yeah, like... Dude, there is some good... I burst my bubble. Special features on the Home Alone Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. A couple Ooh, Daniel Stern? A couple deleted talking scenes. Talking about Macaulay Culkin? No, yeah. Yeah, there's this one part in the behind the scenes, uh, like, well, for one thing, all the special features on the Blu-ray, uh, on the Blu-ray are the features that were just included in the original, like, special edition DVD. Mm-hmm. So they're all, like, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's this interview with Daniel Stern, and he's talking about <laughs> the casting of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> And he says something along the lines of like, you know, when you're when you're that age, how good of an actor can you really be? But with Macaulay, <laughs> he goes, but with Macaulay, you know, he had charisma and a beautiful face. He just had such oh, a okay. beautiful face. And uh, yeah, so that. That's all it takes. That, sometimes that's all you That's all have. you need. Just a pretty face. It is weird. Macaulay Culkin is really good in that movie. He's really good looking. I had a huge crush on him. In, like, Home Alone 2, and when he did, like, The Wish Kid or The Wish Mint, what was that cartoon, like, the animated series? Uh, what is that movie? Wish? Uh, yeah, the Wish, is, was it I think uh, it is The Wish, wish Master or something? Wait. No, it's not Wish Master. Not Wish Master. <laughs> that was Daniel <laughs> Stern's fan I think it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> Still different. Seriously. I think it is Wish Kid. Yeah, I think wish it's Wish Kid. kid. Uh, Richie Rich, too. Wait, are you talking about the, wait, the Page Master? No, this Wasn't is, like, an animated series. Oh, and there was, like, serious. an enchanted, like, baseball glove that he had. Oh, page that's Masters. definitely different from what I'm thinking about. But wasn't he, also, he, wasn't he in the Page Master, Master as well? He's also in the Page Master, where okay. he's wearing a, a very Harry Potter-looking uh, outfit there. Yeah, wow. he's, like, in the library or something, yeah. and he falls into some books oh, or I'm something. Oh, I'm to watch the Page Master. What about, guys, remember when he grew out his hair for uh, getting even with Dad? Yeah. With the Ted dancing? A couple issues. Oh, yeah. man. He was just, uh, and then of course the good son. Oh, that's he's got. Hey, bangs. that's a good. That's an okay. Movie. I, I haven't I seen that in a while, but I, I remember liking that movie. Good son. Yeah. I remember I had a joke on Twitter uh, after the first presidential debate. I was like, "All right, America, who's it going to be? Macaulay Culkin or Elijah Woods? <laughs> <laughs> or Elijah? Is it Wood or Woods? It's Wood. Elijah Wood. Woods. God, I'm so out of it. Hey. You Trump's know that America. we're devolving if we're bringing up getting even with dad. <laughs> We've got it up. I'm looking at his. Uh, but also, uh, bangs. Richie Rich. That's I love a good Richie movie. Rich, yeah. Kind yeah. of. No, no, it's terrible. It's not. I love it. Are we just going to, we're just going to go through his entire through, filmography well, right here? What I like the about, whole catalog. what I like about Richie Rich is like, you could tell they wouldn't do it now. Like he has a McDonald's in his house. Yeah. Like right. they wouldn't do that now. The kid would have like a, like a all natural smoothie Fresh bar. market. It'd be a Starbucks. Yeah. No, he's like, yeah, I've got a Whole Foods in my uh, yeah. basement. I'm going to chaos out. <laughs> um, slide? Yeah. You can still have the pool that goes, the, the slide that goes down into the pool for sure well of course wait a yeah, minute you gotta have it is that richie rich yeah that's richie rich are you sure that's not blank oh, check? that's blank check yeah. oh my oh, god was, you know here's another i don't one. know who's the bigger dork for forgetting it or re- yeah. knowing the difference 
Blank check is blank check's good. good. Tone Loke's in it. There's another is one it? where there's like a weird relationship between like a 30 year old woman and like an eight year old kid. There's oh, like weird flirtation yeah, between them in the limousine. The undercover reporter. I get. That. I tell you what. Uh, it's like in Mighty Ducks two when they go into the fashion show. Oh my god. It's like weird tension. The <sighs> 90s kid. They don't make kids movies like that anymore. I don't think they, they do. They don't do it. Um, but the. The montages. Let's because kids now they only they watch like YouTube. That's what they watch. All right, Abigail. Yeah. Thank you for your stress. Yeah, I'm stressed out now. What are you stressed out about? I'm even just about my what stressing. You just get re-stressed. <laughs> yeah. um, cool. So I got a couple things too that I wanted to uh, to talk about with you folks. Uh, I did want to talk about Westworld because my I have a stress directly related to that. I know we wanted to give that show a little bit of. Uh, time because it's it's uh, I, I know we all love it and it's yeah. very popular right mm-hmm. now and people are freaking out uh but i wanted to talk about david blaine real quick oh, oh god boy. so there was a new david blaine special on this week yeah i know okay i had to i was walking out of the room last night because of it okay here's the, here's the thing here's the he thing talks about so quietly he's Is very that quiet. part of the close-up magic because yeah. he wants you to all right because you can't hear him think of a number all right here's the thing uh I, I don't love ma- – I liked magic a lot when I was – I think most kids like magic. Jake, did you like magic when you were a kid? Yeah, I, I liked watching those uh, – the things where the guy tells you how they do it. Oh, Secrets uh-huh. of Magic. Uncovered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like David Blaine. but So David Blaine, he does like – some of it is like – he does like sleight of hand, like card tricks and things like – and mentalist. Like I like that stuff. I don't uh-huh. care about like sword swallowing and like – catching the magic bullet, like endurance stuff. I hate all that. I don't care. But last night he does this thing where like he's doing tricks for celebrities. And at one point he was doing uh, a card trick for Patrick Stewart and Brian Singer. It was like an X-Men. Oh, wow. It was like a little X-Men crew. Okay. And it was really funny because Patrick Stewart, who is like just, we all know Patrick Stewart. He's a Shakespearean actor. He's well-respected. He's he's almost regal. Right. And he, like, so he's doing, and David Blaine's doing the trick. And Patrick Stewart is, like, dancing around like a maniac. Like, <laughs> he's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's the funniest thing. I've, and also, anytime you see Patrick Stewart wearing jeans. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. You're having a good day. Those are some... And Brian Singer was, you know, doing his, doing his stuff. Right. Like it was, it was just good. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but my stress is that I kind of thought it sucked. I thought this, I was looking forward to the David Blaine special, and uh, you know, I wasn't uh, didn't meet your magic expectations. I want to know how he does it. You want the explanation? Because he does <laughs> like well, tricks. Breaking the code, you can't. But do he that. Does, his tricks aren't always his. Sometimes his tricks are like. Hey, think of a number one to five hundred, and like, okay, and then he just knows it. Like that's not really a trick. There's something else going on there, right? Maybe not. Yeah, it's called a plant in the audience. Yeah, I've never, I've never like thought magic was fun or cool or anything because it is just bullshit. It's Somebody's just like me, which makes it's me all, angry. it's all based on lies, mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. it's just like. It's, you know, it's not real. So it's yeah, like weird when people, right. it's weird to me when people get excited about magic or they're like, Ooh, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, there's, there, there is like a legitimate uh, explanation to how he did it. You just they... don't know. That doesn't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And like, you have I'm to sorry that I'm just tricks. shitting on David Blaine. Greg. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be fine. 
<laughs> yeah, he I is. I think they're used sure. to getting picked on. Um, I'm, well, that's why they do what they do. So they're, on YouTube, you can watch like the old thing from like 93 or 94. It was like when uh, David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just turned everyone around. It well, that's yeah. there. That's what they did, yeah. Yeah, and it was really funny like to watch it, like how, how they did that. Like you've got all these people on a platform. So basically they built like a little riser on the stage and they put up the big curtain for the Statue of Liberty. They put everyone on TV. <clears throat> and uh, they uh, while the curtain was up, they slowly turned the stage without anybody <laughs> knowing. So when the curtain drops, these people are just looking out to see. They're just looking like, oh my god! Like, literally, the like, Statue of Liberty is behind, behind them. them. But like nobody turns around because nobody turns around. <laughs> It's so good. Right. It's like when you kill a frog slowly by like slowly raising the temperature when they're in water. Is that what it's That's like? It's really dark. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Whoa. Okay, Michael Myers. Like really okay, 2007 <laughs> Michael Myers. Well, people are stupid. So listen, they turned these people. But the funny None of thing them is. died, though. I want the Yes Have Some. But people. the Statue of Liberty was there the whole time. The listeners go to YouTube, watch the the post trick interviews they go to this one lady and she's like i've never seen a statue of liberty disappear before yeah. like she doesn't say the statue of liberty she says multiple a statue of liberty implying that there's multiple multiple statues of liberty all over the place they're um, just everywhere you know they're popping up they're like well, there's uh, one behind her <laughs> when it disappeared but she didn't turn to look around it's so good so yeah that was my magic stress um magic stress so let's talk about Westworld. So first, it. well, you were stressed about Westworld. I am stressed about Westworld. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Talk about it. So I got a couple stresses. One, uh, Westworld, which is uh, on HBO. If you haven't watched it, I say stop listening and go watch seven episodes and then come back. Yeah. Uh, but I have a feeling everybody listening has uh, has watched. We've it. seen that high butt crack. It's a lot of high butt crack. There's some butt crack in that show. Um. It got renewed for season two, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In 2018 is when it will be back. Ooh. That oh, is what? so Whoa, stressful. That's a long time to wait. Why is it so far away? Oh, my God. Well, that's how years work. Um, well, I don't like it. So, basically, it's a 10-episode first like season. It. Uh, it's 10 episodes. They just did episode seven. So, we only have three episodes left. Um. I have a feeling I – haven't, I haven't read the articles, but I have a feeling the reason is because Game of Thrones is going to be coming back and they want to space it all out. But Okay. That may, I mean, that makes sense, but, but that, still. But that's a long time to wait. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. – I mean, AMC used to be really bad about this. Like when Mad Men, like in between season three and four, it was like a year and a half break or something like that. Yeah, and they'd split a season into like two parts or whatever. Yeah, they still – I mean, uh, they do that like with Walking Dead when they do – a mid-season finality finale and then it's months and months and even when they when when the show when the season ends it's a little ridiculous how long of a wait it is right right um i just miss the old days of i want every i want my favorite tv show to be like 24 episodes a season yep and it starts in october Uh and it ends in like june or may and then you know you take the summer off Mm -hmm. and then you're back like, that's how Lost was when it started, like right? Like school. It's like school. Yeah. And then Lost went to 16-episode seasons. We had to wait a year, and uh, I wanted to kill myself. Well, do you think a show like Westworld would benefit, though, from having more episodes than it's had? Oh. Because I feel like it's really God, no. I'm pretty act- concise in its storytelling. Listen, of course not. Right. Uh, 10, 10, 11 episodes is a perfect uh, 
that's like that's like the bread and butter, right? That's where it's like the breadening. It's like the breadening. Whoa! Whoa! Don't tell people we're involved with look that. Look it up. All right. Don't look it up. Um, that's that. You wouldn't want to expand it because the storytelling's been perfect so far. Game of Thrones does ten episode seasons. Uh, I think Walking Dead does maybe sixteen, seventeen episodes. Uh, but for for a HBO premium network show like Fargo, that's ten episodes. Like this is perfect, mm-hmm. but that's a long wait. Like that's a really long time. And listen, the show's ramping up. Uh, a couple of those early mysteries are they're starting to do sliding back the curtain a little bit. We're getting some reveals. Yeah, and you know they're going to end on some mind fuck of a cliffhanger. Yeah, right. And I'm stressed. Yeah, it's, I think there's going to be like a melee. There, I feel like there's going to be a lot of bloodshed and some weird reveals and stuff. Well, it's there was the, a lot that happened in this last episode. So it's the kind of show that like. So some of the early theories about, like, here comes spoiler territory. There's been theories about multiple timelines going on and some of the uh, some of the guests possibly being hosts and not knowing it. Some of the people who work uh, for the park, uh, you know, we got the big reveal this week with uh, – I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say Leonard. That's my other stress. There's no Leonard on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I talk about Westworld, I start talking about Leonard. There is no Leonard. Uh, Bernard, there was that theory early on. Could he possibly be uh, uh, a, 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 a robot, right. for, for lack of a better term? And we found out this week he was. So how is that going to unravel? What is that going to lead to? And is it going to be kind of a, an anticipated cliffhanger? Or are we going to get some closure on this first season? Or is it going to be one of those things like the island disappearing where you go, what? Right. <laughs> I Frozen think, donkey wheel. I think it's possible we might get a little bit of both. Uh, there's so many theories at this point, uh, and the show's still so new, and there's so many crazy. There's like, like you just said, man. Uh, I definitely think we're looking at more than one timeline. Like, I hundred percent believe that we're watching multiple timelines. Yeah. But I know some people think that there might even be like three timelines going on. That's what I've been hearing. And and that's and. And after I read that uh, theory, it's completely possible. And I'm like, wait, do I think there are multiple, you know, more than two timelines going on as well? There could be. Well, let's talk about when does it take place? Where does it take place? All those kind of questions aren't even answered. Oh, there's the Mars theory. Right. Because it's so contained. You haven't seen like you when you see Bernard um, communicating with his wife, which I guess that's. He wasn't. That doesn't mean shit anyway, but he was using, like, Skype or something, which would indicate distance. But then again, that's all bullshit because he's a fucking robot. So whatever. But he's awesome. I love him But as there a is a theory that they're, like, on Mars. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Could be. Could be, but that, that kind of a reveal like doesn't even seem like it's actually really important to the story. Like, it doesn't matter where they are. Right. It's, like, what's happening, you know, and who's who is what... Right. You know, are the bigger questions who's right. who? What's the like? What's the bigger picture here? You got like who's Arnold, right? Yeah, you got some people coming in, and they're like, so in the last couple episodes, you've gotten uh, I forget her name, but the the woman who's on the board who they're trying to fire Ford. She she says something like, Teresa? "Oh, do you think yeah, Teresa? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. she says something, you know, along the lines of like, oh, you think this place is." meant just to like for people to have fun you know so there's like there's other things going on (laughs) that's what i think yeah absolutely um 
Like, they're doing, like, human study kind of stuff and, like, getting data on, like, what base human instinct, like, leads to and that kind of stuff. That's what I would assume it is. Like, it's just a huge research project. Yeah. It's fucking scary is what it is. And so let's talk about this. One of the... One of the big theories that kind of came out early on was about uh, Ed Harris's character, the man in black. Now, first uh-huh. of all, how cool is it that this show has a man in black? Yeah. Because yeah. as we know, the man in black was a major part of Lost, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, also, if you've ever read Gunslinger, which is the first Stephen King book in the Dark Tower series, yeah. we find out the man in black is the main um, – antagonist throughout yeah. that series right or johnny cash or johnny cash right. also the man in black uh, also men in black yeah also will smith <laughs> also wild wild west uh wild wild west just world. as good as westworld so what, what have we music's found out- not as good though the music in westworld is great it's incredible um what have we what do we know about the man in black he has some sort of life outside of of westworld right We've, mm-hmm. We saw somebody thanking him. He's well-respected. He's well-respected. Probably has a lot of money, obviously, because he spends a lot of time there. He's trying to master the game. He he's wants an, to get He's to like it. an expert gamer. Right. Like, once you've played the game so many times, you want to go on the missions that are, like, I don't know, less or, do or the make hard your shit. own thing. Right. You've already got 70 stars in Mario 64. You want, you want 120. Right. Um, so, what about the theory that William... Is uh-huh. actually the man in black. So William, obviously, we saw him show up. I think in the second episode mm-hmm. with his, I guess it's his brother-in-law, right? Um, and he's kind of gotten a little bit deeper into the game. And he, as of, as of this week, is falling in love with. Uh, I'm so bad Dolores. with Dolores. Thank Dolores. you. There you go. Do- oh, Dolores. Seinfeld. Dolores. Oh, and he's from. It's, I know him from. It's always sunny. He plays like a disgusting character on right. It's Always Sunny. That's where yeah, just, yeah. He's one of the McPoyles. As soon as he popped up, I laughed like, because that's what I know him from. Right. Uh, but he's awesome in he's this. Show. He's really handsome. good in this show. Uh, so, do you buy into the theory that that is the Man in Black? I 100% think that that is true. Um, there have been a couple things in the show that have uh, pointed that way. I think at this point, it should almost be... Like, I feel like at this point, they should just go ahead and reveal it. Because it's, it almost doesn't even seem like a secret anymore. Well, according to the Wikipedia, Ed Harris is the owner of a medical foundation outside of uh, outside of Westworld. And... We do know that William is involved as an investor at some sort of high-level company. Right. Well, um, yeah, you get, uh, you know, him and his stepbrother. Um, they they have a conversation, I think, in I don't know, episode two or three, yeah. where uh, they're talking about how their company is gonna, you know, be like investing in in Westworld, right. basically. Exactly. And you also get a conversation between the Man in Black and Ford, where the Man in Black mentions how he's kept that place open. Right. Uh, um, forty thousand dollars a day. Right. That ain't a. Ooh, that yes. ain't a, But maybe Spare it's no, the future. Change, right? no expense. Right. Right. Uh, well, uh, we're Dude. gonna talk about that in a yeah. second. But <laughs> what we saw in this last episode is William is falling in love with Dolores, but it seems like he's falling in love with the game. Right. He likes the person there. that he is. Like he's unlocking himself by playing right. the game. Right. And Dolores is also somehow reaching like her own self-aware cognizance, and it's. But it's kind of scary because we see how poorly the Man in Black treats Dolores in that first episode. Are you sure that he does that? Or is he arming her because she has a weapon, like, inside of the hay 
pile the next time. God damn it, you're right. Is he setting her up to prevent This is so just like Bill and Ted. Because she uses that gun later, right? Oh, boy. This is like when Bill and Ted leave the keys for themselves. <laughs> right, like it's a total distraction because that was one of the things that I found uneasy and hard to swallow when I, in that first episode. I'm like, oh, we're just going to open with a rape? Like, all right, right there. What if it wasn't? Like, what if he was actually arming her and setting her up to get out? That's what I thought. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that, but that's... That, that makes would make sense. Me happy. That would be progressive as fuck, right? Yeah. So what I love is, so we had watched like the first four episodes, maybe five, and Jake, you were just catching up because you you had you didn't start it right at the beginning, so you were catching right. up. And after Jake had watched the first five, I think, I was like, okay, cool, man, let's talk about some of these theories. And you were like, wait, what theories? And I was like, well, there's some crazy theories about this show, like multiple timelines and stuff. And you were like, oh, huh? Hey, let me call you back. And then you yeah. call me back like eight hours later. You're like, I just watched all five episodes. Again. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I, yeah, I definitely did that for sure. Uh, I, I wasn't really, you know, as I started watching the show, I was like, oh, this is kind of pretty straightforward. There's, there's, you know, some weird shit happening with these robots and people are trying to figure it out. And then uh, it didn't really like connect with me right away. I think I was maybe four episodes in. And then you told me about the, uh, the possibility that William and the man in black were, were the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I immediately started the series over (laughs) and I have, I have now I've watched all seven episodes twice at this point. It's like, (laughs) and once you, you, um, you kind of have that theory in your head and you rewatch those first couple episodes, things, things like jump out at you and you, you see all kinds of things. And I mean, like beyond the, beyond the, the, if you could call it proof that we've already talked about you, there's also never any scenes of those two characters together. Right. Correct. Uh, there's a, something that I didn't pick up on, but I read online is that um, whenever William comes to Westworld, the Westworld logo is different. Yes. And the logo on the can of milk, like the carnation powdered milk or whatever she has, Dolores yeah. has that drops out of the satchel. Like the image is different. Yeah, the there's a different logo. There's there's and the thing that really I think uh, maybe was put in to kind of confirm is that there is a character uh, and I forget his name. Um, so the man in black is like carrying this guy around. Uh, on oh, road. yeah. I uh, and he's carrying that guy around for a couple episodes and then he finally kills him. And Hector almost no. Hector. Is no, it? It could have another I don't character. Know. I'm trying to find. keep going. There, yeah, but anyway, they they kill that man in black kills that guy, hangs him from a tree. Next scene, I believe it's like the next scene is William is meeting, right? Yeah, meeting that character for right. the first time. And I mean, you can interpret it like, oh, you know, they, you know, they they serviced the robots and put them right back in. But it was they showed it to you in such a way to make you think like, Oh, this is him meeting that character for the first time. So it's a testament to the show though, that you can watch it and just assume that it's all the same continuous thing. Right. But then dig deeper. I wonder. So when you go back and watch season one of lost, it's pretty clear that the way where the show ended up was not maybe in the cards from right in the beginning. So you have to imagine with this kind of show, they have things mapped out a good way. And I know that uh, the guy, uh, Jeffrey Wright, is that his name? The guy who plays uh, Bernard? Um, he said that he's been told certain things that inform his character about the future of the show, okay. which I love. I love that. 
I wonder if the creators and the writers, um, you know, I know J.J. Abrams is an executive producer, but um, I think Jonathan Nolan is is one of the main guys. Uh, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are their names, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, bravo to them because they they they've made a killer show so far. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they anticipated this level of uh, scrutiny and discussion, and if if they were are surprised by the the theories that are that are coming up and the the just the level of discussion that basically took the internet by storm within about a day. Yeah, I don't know. I did read that um you know, someone asked them about the theories and they, you know, of course they didn't like uh confirm or deny anything, but they did say that some of them were like super, you know, close right. slash correct. Um yeah, that's the thing that like we we talked Craig before about how this show does kind of feel like it's got a little bit of that lost feel to it. Yeah. But I think the biggest difference is that, like, you know, Lost is famous for them coming out and saying, like, you know, we kind of made it up as we went. Right. Right. In this show, they have come out and said, like, oh, no, we have – it's planned. Like, I, I read that they had, like, planned the first, you know, five years ahead for the yeah. show. So um, that could be a good thing. What I love – so Jonathan Nolan, obviously, is uh, Chris Nolan's brother, and he collaborated with him on – a lot of his movies, including, you know, the dark Knight and, uh, interstellar. So you feel like it's in good hands. You feel like these are, these are very, uh, capable, uh, showrunners. And I I just love it. I, right. I'm sure they're excited by all the theories because they've woven all these layers into it and they've spent so much time constructing it. It's an elegant show and it's like beautifully done. And the theme and the opening, it's like, it's, it's expert stuff. Like it's really, it's really fun to watch. So obviously, like there's a lot of thought put into it. So and HBO, I'm sure they're not surprised by like people taking to it the way they have. No, and HBO well, just I, knocks it all out of the park. Right. Basically, everything they do at this point. Yeah. Well, I think the the best thing about planning a show out in advance, like Lost, kind of got popular. I think I I, I don't think they 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 thought they knew how popular lost was going to get. Right. And it, it, it kind of like got out of their hands a little bit, but, yeah. um, I feel like, Oh, lost got out of hand. For yeah. Sure. Season, <laughs> it definitely got out of strike. hand. Right. Uh, but I think the, the best part about like planning your show out ahead of time, which they've seemed to have done is that they, they can hide as many things as they want in this first season that they know are going to pan out. Right. And that's, and that's why there are like, that's why that there are theories out there that like, oh hey, we're watching three or four timelines, and Bernard is also Arnold. But whenever you see him in these scenes, he is, you know, it's like there's so yeah. many, there's so many things in there. Around, right? Well, the, yeah, I, I mean the theory that Dolores, I read that the thing is the scenes where you have Bernard and uh, Dolores interacting. The theory that that's actually Arnold, right? Totally buy that. I totally think that that could be true. Yeah. Like right. we're looking at something, whatever, 60 years right. ago or something. But what, what I'm trying to say is like, I feel like if this were a show like Lost, that wouldn't be the case right. because they wouldn't have the foresight to think about it because they didn't really plan their show out. Right. right. Um, so let's talk about this most recent episode because that was the biggest shocking thing so far. And it's a total yeah. testament to the writing because at the end of the episode uh, – Right. 
we see the reveal that um I had no idea that Bernard we're going to talk about it. Let's do it. Yeah, cuz when he gets down inside that basement of Anthony Hopkins like, you know, fake family secret house. <laughs> um will you get the inkling when he says he doesn't see the door? Oh, hard. But then when there when there's the plans for the um uh, the robots, I was under the assumption that it was going to be uh, a plan for his son that like he lost. Yeah. So I was going along with that the whole time but then when they were his actual like blueprints that was a total shocker for me like i know that people had been theorizing that for a long time but for me i was completely shocked and then like horrified watching him yeah well he kills his uh exactly. his, lover. his lover yeah oh uh, that, that was fucked up that was it was sad because yeah. like even even though um even though like i had a pretty good idea that i i thought he was a, a robot when he figures out that he's a robot, it's like super sad. Like it's and then so it, sad. It's oh super sad, and then it also makes you think like, how many times has that happened? Like it's like when some of our friends found has... out that uh, the Ghostbusters were going to be girls. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they go into reverie, and then they get like sent downstairs, like hosed <laughs> off. Like uh, never mind. I'm not going to say. Then they come to. Say. Oh god! Uh, oh, guys, jo- oh, I just skipped like three really funny jokes. Oh, you can see, you should go back to them. Uh, we'll, we're gonna do a premium content episode. You gotta pay nine ninety nine. Late night, Skinamax. No right. shirts. Yeah, shirts Paper and skins. Taking... That would have been my stress in fourth grade. I hope they don't do shirts and skins god. today because I'm not taking off my shirt. Mine too. Because I was <laughs> homeschooled. Um, so that's oh. a testament to the writing because even though people had that feeling that Bernard could be a robot. You didn't want to think that because he was one of the most right. likable characters. But when it was revealed, you've just felt it. You yeah. just felt that wave of like, we're seeing this guy who is convinced that he's lost his son and all this stuff. And he's... He literally is one of the only likable, good, like positive, moral seeming characters like on the entire show because it's right. kind of about the depravity of like humanity. Before and, like... we wrap up, before we, I, I do want to talk about what our personal favorite characters are. And I want to talk about the the comparisons to uh, Jurassic Park. So, real quick, my favorite character is Maeve. Damn, I was going to say the same thing. Well, that's mine. Well, you can't take... Okay, Clementine. (laughs) As per the last episode, but now she's like... Decommissioned. We only like hookers. We just like them. Maeve is awesome. Not much of a rind on you. Like, she's great. (laughs) Like, she's controlling this guy. She's like, oh, yeah, I know I'm a robot, so you're going to have to give me, like, more attributes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when she's, like, up at your skill level. And she's doing the whole Groundhog Day just killing herself on purpose. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's cool. So good. Um, It's extremely empowering. And then, obviously, uh, not Leonard, because that's not a person. Leonard's uh, my favorite. (laughs) Bernard. I mean, how could – he's – and then I think any scene with Anthony Hopkins, like, you can't take your eyes off the screen. It's just, like – how cool is it that we have a TV show in 2016 with Anthony Hopkins as the main character? Yeah. Yeah. And a, like, young version of him as a main character. Oh, yeah. Almost. <laughs> I like his outfit. I think it's cute. Yeah, it looks like yeah, he's back I, in the I like, uh, I like Bernard. Um, I also really like William, and I like watching his storyline. And then uh, especially if, if it does turn out to be true that he becomes the man in black, um, I think it's going to be really – it's going to be really interesting and really fun to watch him turn into that character. Cause like the man in black's kind of insane. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's kind of crazy and, uh, and he's played really well. Uh, but it's, I think it's gonna be really cool to watch William turn into that. Um, 
You know, there's something there's something I want to bring up that I, I hadn't read online. I don't know if I'm making this up, but uh, so earlier in an earlier episode of the show, um, Bernard is shown a photograph of a young Ford and Arnold. Okay. And it's like a black and white photograph. And then whenever Bernard meets the the Ford's like family that he's hiding away. Uh-huh. Right. Um the person who is like Ford's father yeah. is the person that was in that picture. And whenever Bernard looks at him, he he asks him, he's like, Are you Arnold? And the guy like the guy gets mad. That's when he gets mad at like why right. you're in my house. Right. So like I think that's proof that Arnold and Bernard are the same person and that Ford instead of when he had to show Bernard that photo, he showed him a photo of him and his father. So he wouldn't have to like show Bernard a picture of him and Bernard. Right. Yeah. Which is so like, that was such a weird, like subtle little thing. And I remember the first time they showed that family that Ford was hiding uh, I was like, God, that looks a lot like the guy that was in that photo. But yeah. I, but I, I just thought maybe I was misremembering the photo because they don't show it very long. Right. But when Bernard's like, "Are you Arnold?" <laughs> right. I still maintain. I don't know if I said it to you guys or in the last episode. If they find Arnold and it turns out to be Gary Coleman as Arnold <laughs> from Different uh, Strokes, uh. I'm gonna be really excited. He's at the center of the maze. <laughs> yeah, he's it's at the center a- of the maze. He's like. It's probable. What you talking about, Ford? <laughs> That's not gonna happen. I don't think so. Uh, you know, uh, you wanted to talk. I I actually watched uh, the movie today. Westworld. Oh, what'd you think? Yeah, Dan? the movie. Have you guys seen it? No, I this weekend we're gonna watch it. Yeah, it's <laughs> we're gonna. It's all about Terry. Yes. Um, On our phone. I I really liked it. It's way different from the show obviously but it's really it's you know it's kind of campy it was from the 70s um but the show it's not just westworld in the show there's also lives and he's like oh that was fun i guess i gotta go back to fucking computer programming now <laughs> uh-huh. aria has like the worst storyline yeah her narrative that she's stuck in yeah. <laughs> she's like, that's so sucks. sorry i was blind that's for not a very while fun yeah who is the best storyline? Like, let's say Game of Thrones is a theme park. Whose storyline are you taking? Bolton. Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm taking it, but he's got the best one because he does whatever the fuck he wants. Who has the Well, that or, that or Daenerys probably has oh, the best. Yeah. She just kind of gets take better right. and better. I take it all back. People. I want to be the Khaleesi, too. Um, that's really funny. We all want to I want I want to be that guy who got the gold, like m- molten gold poured on his head. That seems wow. fun. That sounds good. What about the Lannisters? <laughs> what, I bet there's some like uh, deep south rednecks who are like, man, that'd be cool to be Jamie Lannister. Jamie's pretty cool. <laughs> he gets to fuck his own sister. Yeah. And they're powerful and they're rich. Yeah. And it's like, and what's cool about it is like, like this respected, like it should be. <laughs> I mean, if I could just sit around fucking my sister Whoa. pushing kids out the window, that's a good yeah. weekend, okay? Pushing kids out. <laughs> oh. More uh, than windows. Whoa, oh sweet season one reference, Craig. That's sick. Uh, First episode. <laughs> episode one. Yeah. Super well-versed. I remember pilot. watching... Uh, I, was so, I was still in lost mode when, when I was watching Game of Thrones at the beginning, 
when it first started and when they killed Ned Stark at the beginning of season or the end of season one. He's coming back. I remember, no way. He's a main character. He'll be back. (laughs) They're not going to just chop off a main character's head. Right. I was was way late. I was way late to Game of Thrones. I don't think I came in until right before. What was the last season? Season six? Yeah. I I started watching while I think season five was oh. on air and mm-hmm. just like caught up right. in two days. No, um, kind of. you know who actually does have the worst storyline? Who is Theon Greyjoy? Yeah, you've got <laughs> yeah. the worst. Unless you're yeah. into that sort of kind of deserves it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No one's doing that narrative. No one's getting into that ride. He's definitely a robot. Yeah, that's not a that's not a human yes. being. Yeah. Well, he's got about as much manhood as Data does. Whoa! <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Data is uh, more man. He's fully functional. Yeah, oh. you can take him apart. Anatomically and correct. There you go. All the parts are there. Well, fuck it. Yeah, that's what. Well, that that's... episode just like developed, like just fell into some weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. All out of well that's what happens at westworld yeah it's the king brings it out in you yeah you do whatever Um, you want well cool so we're gonna be talking about westworld some more uh and yeah tell us what your thoughts are come to facebook send us a message twitter do it let us know what What you think think about dolores's pantsuit new pants i think that was like a hillary clinton type thing they were hoping that it would kind of run run along (laughs) yas queen yas uh we missed you girl there was a report, I don't know how, it probably was not even real, but there was a report that, like, uh, when Hillary Clinton realized she was going to lose, like, she started, like, shouting obscenities and throwing things. Sounds like me. Um, she threw a phone? Well, I... <laughs> Check the I walls. mean, I would think any president, elect, like, any person who was up for president would do that when they found out that they didn't just become president. I don't know, I feel like George W. Bush would have been like, all rats. I'm going to paint a paint. <laughs> do a really good painting. Yeah, because he he probably wouldn't have known what he was missing out on. He would have been like, that's neat. Did I win or did I do lose? Do I get a Lego set? Hey, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Do they got building blocks at the White House? <laughs> I want to play. Oh, boy. This is like that game Risk, only with real people. Oh, God. All right. There's no way George W. Bush is playing Risk. He's definitely playing Operation. I hated Risk. My brother played Risk, yeah. <laughs> it buzzed me again. <laughs> Yeah. What What do we do? guys? We're so political. Mouse trap. Yeah. What's happening? I'll and tell you what. Board All right. games. Politics and board games on Yes Have Some Podcast. And Polly Shore. And Polly Shore. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Please go to our website www.yeshavesomecast.com. You can uh, stream our episodes there. Uh-huh. Link to the old uh, YouTube channel Yes Have Some YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously uh, Facebook.com/slash Yes Have Some Cast. And then you can find us at YHS Podcast on twitter and instagram yep and then uh we all have our own personal social medias as well we're sharing those we do we're out there somewhere we did in our first episode yeah that's when jake was mysterious he's i'm still kind of i'm still kind of mysterious kind of mysterious there's that guy that was like following you on instagram and also listened to the podcast and didn't realize that you were who you were (laughs) right (laughs) yeah Jake's a host. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, Jake's becoming self-aware. I'm here somewhere, yeah. <laughs> becoming self-aware. Uh-huh. Jake's like, I don't see any door. I don't see any Does podcast. That, I doesn't look like my... anything to me. Yeah. That looks like I'm, nothing. Hey, I'm going to start uh, leaving that as a comment on every picture on like Facebook anything. and Instagram. Uh-huh. Just, 
Doesn't look anything that's to me. amazing. That's my favorite thing to say. Now. I hope. Wait, that's a good idea. I hope somebody has created like a fake, you know, Facebook or uh, Instagram profile for the care for one of the characters for as Bernard. If it just like was released into the world or whatever, and got yeah, and account. they just and they just leave that comment on everything. Craig's wheels are turning so fast right now. <laughs> Guys, they no are. They He's really typing are. right now. He's got his hand to his head. Cra- I just created three <laughs> Facebook accounts. So <laughs> uh, at Maeve Scalpel. <laughs> oh boy. That's good. Cool. We have fun. Hey, and shout out to the music. Like we said, how cool is it? Those piano versions Dude, of like yeah, paint it black and radio black hole sun. Black hole sun. So cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, that was about it. Thank you so much. Uh, next time, we'll we'll have the results of Abby's uh, birthday with Batista. We'll have the results. <laughs> I have, Hopefully, I won't need any results. Hopefully, I will. When it comes to the child of Abigail Gardner oh, Batista, you are the gonna, father. Oh, my God. It's going to come out with a little baby. Just had a baby. Whatever. <laughs> 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 we got that. It's Dave Batista's baby. Okay. And so he's in love. love with me. I hope so. Okay. Well, we'll really find out soon. I love his jeans. Oh, he's, they're just so tight. All right. Okay. So, for Abigail I Gardner, Jacob Walsh, and Dave Batista's jeans. <laughs> yes. My name is Craig Goldberg. At Dave Batista's jeans. <laughs> you can find me there because that's, that's what we were teasing. That's all I got. That's what I'm going to I'm not be. even going to say any of my fun phrases. Well, I can do one. You get to do one. All right. For Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, this is Craig Goldberg, as always, saying, if you can't hold the door, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones? Oh, hold the Okay. Hold the door? Do you guys get it? It's mm. from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I get it. Here. It's pretty highbrow. I'm walking out. For Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, Craig Goldberg, thank you so much for joining. Yes, have some podcast, episode 38, saying, if you can't beat them, beat them off. Whoa. <laughs> that didn't look like anything to me. Uh, no. In all honesty, thank you everybody who's been checking us out. Um, we've gotten a lot of really good feedback lately, and we really appreciate all of our yeah. listeners. And that's it. That's all I got. Bye, yeah. everybody. Yep. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you on the other side. See you on the oh, other west side. side. West side. All right. Good night. Abby's still going. I've still got hey, it. Hey, keep it's talking, my right? birthday. I'm going to talk to you. Keep rambling. Happy birthday, Dave Batista. Bye. We love you.